0: Wait, a series sweep and Rizzo homered? You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias, and with me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve. Happy weekend. It was a happy weekend.
1: (laughs) It was, yeah. Hey, a series sweep. You'll take it. And uh, the way that Sunday game went, look. (laughs) <laughs> They're looking for signs of life, and you're finding signs of life. Uh, we're going to talk about that here in a second. But first, uh, well, later on in the show, Stacey, we got to talk about Nestor Cortez. He made his first rehab appearance with the Somerset Patriots. We have some sound from Somerset. we got to play for you. And we also have the breakdown. What are the Yankees going to do when he comes back in less than two weeks, if all things go according to plan? We're going to talk about the Yankees' rotation later. Of course, it's Miners Monday, so we're going to talk about some of the big names this week from the Yankees' minor league system. But not only that might the Yankees be willing to trade some of their bigger prospects? We're going to talk about that later. First, Stacey, Rizzo went deep. First home run since May 20th yesterday on Sunday afternoon in the Bronx. Not only that, a four-hit game that was his first four-hit game as a Yankee and his first four-hit game since he was with the Cubs in 2019. What What a Sunday for Rizzo. Just everything he needed
0: everything every single thing he needed even i thought the rbi double in the first was going to be the big hit for him today uh sunday you know we record this on sunday um i really thought that would be and i thought okay you know he's getting things going and that's a really good uh sign from him and and then he hit the home run and uh I scared my cats because I was very excited for him because I was like, I said, finally, my God, finally. And he probably was thinking the same thing. I love that they did the silent treatment for him. I thought that was the funniest thing ever. (laughs) And you could see they were all just so happy for him because he's been struggling so much. And even when he started hitting again, you could tell that the not hitting a home run thing, that's a long time for someone like Anthony Rizzo to go without hitting a home run. It's over two months. That's, Insane when you think about it, and just this game was just what he needed to um, get things going. I feel like the off day <laughs> may have come at the wrong time for him, but this everything about this series for him feels good.
1: Yeah, uh, thanks to that Sunday performance. Of course, he went zero for four on Friday in the opener of the series, but ended up going five for twelve in the set. Uh, a double, the homer, three RBIs, three runs. How about this, Stacy? That was his first run scored since Fourth of July. How does that make any sense that doesn't seem right at all right
0: no that doesn't
1: you, you, you think he would have came home by accident at some point uh, yeah. over the last three weeks yeah that's that's truly bizarre um i wanted to talk about the importance of anthony rizzo when it comes to this offense look judge is swinging again his rehab is maybe close if he's going to do one, it's still murky, right? It's still murky, and of course, the news over the weekend was they don't think that uh, that uh, judge Rather is ever going to be 100 percent in 2023, right? So they're just trying to manage it at this point. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, Stacy, the importance of Anthony Rizzo in my eyes is he's kind of the de facto captain of this club, right? Like, oh yeah, yes, Glaber has been swinging it great. you You want to look to Stanton as a leader in this club, which he absolutely could still be. But I think what Rizzo brings is something that only a handful of guys can bring to a baseball team in 2023. Look, World Series experience is never anything to scoff at. But that World Series in particular, with the guys that he was surrounded with in 2016, that that makes him... Invaluable to the nth degree. Would you agree with that?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I said it when he resigned with the team. I thought that that was a really good move. Um, he's the type of veteran player that you want. And everyone talks about Judge's injury being the reason why the Yankees fell off so much. But it also coincided with Rizzo getting hurt with the neck thing and just not really recovering from it. And the, I think it was it's the combo of not having Judge in the lineup and also Rizzo not being Rizzo for the past two months as a big reason why the Yankees weren't doing as well. And, you know, when Rizzo's right, they win games.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, big, that was a big sweep. That was a big sweep. I mean, yes, everyone can be mad that, well, was the Royals. Still won them. Yep. Didn't win them last week. So, you know, you take the wins when you get them. I don't care how you do it. A W is a W. Uh, Sevy Stacey, five and two thirds. give up eight hits. A couple of fastballs kind of flattened out on him. Uh, the, the issues that we had seen prior to the last, last start, two starts ago, uh, that, you know, that's what led to those couple of home runs, but all in all, uh, not the greatest line in the world, but you'll take it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That last pitch, the one that knocked him out of the game to Massey, uh, just before it, he hit the corner, but it was too outside for the ump to call it a strike. It would have been strike three if he had called it. And then the next pitch was just so flat and Massey, who suddenly turned into Babe Ruth this weekend against the Yankees, (laughs) uh, took him deep and knocked him out of the game. But, um, you know, more encouraging signs from Seve. I like the no walks. I like the strikeouts. um, You know, and what are you going to do (laughs) – Salvador Perez is a home run hitter and that ball that he hit it, it didn't even seem like he hit it that hard and he hit it into the second deck. I mean, he's unbelievable, but overall I'm happy with how Sevy looked on Sunday, you know, not the greatest, but he pitched well enough to win.
1: Absolutely. Uh, over the weekend, of course, the Saturday five, two victory stays Garrett Cole, six and a third gives up two ten 10 strikeouts in that game. Liked what you saw from the pen. Wandy, Tommy, Clay going two and two thirds shutout. Of course, Stanton with a nice game, a two run shot, three driven in DJ goes deep. Um, And then uh, that that tough, hard fought Billy McKinney win on (laughs) Friday. I mean, McKinney, that big three run shot. He makes two incredible catches in the outfield. Clark gives you a, a decent line from your five. So, I mean, all in all the weekend. Yes, it's the Royals being However you feel about that, you feel about it. But three wins, you'll take those. Uh, good to see fight. You The Yankees showed no fight last week in Anaheim. No. Uh, they showed fight in that Sunday game in in, uh, in Colorado last week. Then they showed some fight in that Monday game. Ended up being two back-to-back heartbreakers, and then they just fell apart the next two days. So to see them come back out over the weekend, some home cooking, uh, you'll gladly take it.
0: Oh, yes, definitely. and. Like you said, I know people will say it's only the Royals, but, you know, not everyone sweeps the Royals. They've won games this season, so it's good for the Yankees to come out of a sweep at the hands of the Angels and sweep the Royals.
1: Yeah, needed that. Now six games over five, and that just feels so much better than heading into the series going three games. Uh, mm-hmm. That's massive. I mean, we're 10 from the deadline here. We're, we're you know, coming up on it. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to hit subscribe, because, by the way, we're going to be going live on deadline day. St- uh, Stacey, some weird... Uh, injury news over the weekend. Of course, on Sunday, Glaber did exit the game a little early with some left hip tightness, but things seem to be not too alarming at this point. He said post game that he feels better already. "Quote," so that's good. They're not scheduling any tests or anything like that, which is which is obviously a great sign. The weirder one, Stacy, the heartbreaking one: Jose Trevino done for the season with a right wrist tear. Shocking news for pretty much everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Also shocking the fact that he admitted he was fighting a wrist injury all season, which would explain why he hadn't really been playing well. Um, and yeah, that's just, I mean, at least the Yankees have catchers to come up. They brought work up, um, but this was, yeah, you Steve texted me to let me know. Cause I didn't know about <laughs> Trevino's injuries he told me the news and I I think I wrote in all caps. What? Like what is happening? Yeah. Um, Oh boy. It, It just, it feels like every week there's some sort of big injury happening to someone. And that's just, that's, that's a bummer for Trevi because he's, you know, even when he's not hitting, he's big for the pitching staff and, you know, he does well behind the plate calling games and yeah, that's a big one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I had no, I, didn't even notice he didn't play the last two games because it was only two games, you know, in Anaheim. But, uh, yeah. And then I, once I thought about it, I went, Oh yeah, he had that small like little collision with Zach Nettle with the plate. remember that in game one, uh, oh, right. that ended up being the out of the plate, but I went back and watched that play and look, I don't know if it had anything to do with it. I don't think it helped anything. Uh, he did kind of tag like between his legs, like his own legs. And then Zach kind of slid into him and kind of pushed him a little bit. I don't think that helped. Uh, So I don't know if that was the moment where he's like, dude, I can't do this anymore. This is too much. But yeah, I think, uh, you know, we had been talking about Trevino and just the lack of production behind the plate this season at the uh, at the plate and going, man, what's going on? I mean, Trevino was an all star and, you know, you're not getting much out of Higgy, who was WBC like there's there was. Question marks behind the plate, and we'll see how Rortvitt does. As you mentioned, he got called up. We're going to talk about the catching situation in the next segment a little bit as well. But, yeah, I mean, we wish all the best. He went underwent surgery. Seems to be okay, uh, Take some time off, and he should be ready for spring, so. Hopefully that's the case. Hopefully there's no setbacks or anything crazy, but we wish all the best to, to Jose Trevino. Uh, let us know down below how you're feeling about Anthony Rizzo here on the YouTube side. Of course, do you think he's back? How important is Anthony Rizzo to this team from your eyes? And he is he the de facto captain of this club now? We wanna talk about it with you guys down below here on the YouTube comments. While you're down there, of course, you can drop your questions for our Friday shows. You guys already know. Fan mail friday every friday we answer your questions just like we did a massive fan mail friday just the other day of course you can go back on our channel here and take a listen to that one or if you're on the audio side it's the episode before this one uh stacy we're going to step aside of course when we come back it's miners monday we have a very important conversation to have about trading prospects stick around
0: This episode is brought to you by Sleeper, a fantasy sports and real money gaming app focused on bringing people together through sports and gaming. Sleeper has become the fastest organically growing fantasy platform in the world with over 5 million active users. At Sleeper, it's not just about sports. It's about building personal connections and lasting memories. With Sleeper, predict the hottest baseball stats like home runs, hits, strikeouts, and much more to cash in on your daily Fantasy baseball skills. Entries can be made in 30 seconds or less. It's that easy. I am at Stay Space 826. I had a couple of people make. Friends become friends with me on the app. I was very excited when I checked in on Friday, so you can do that too. Download Sleeper in your app store, use the promo code locked on, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply, and see Sleeper's terms of use for details. It's currently operational in over 30 states, so check out Sleeper today.
1: Back now on Locked On Yankees Monday edition. Hey, to the Everydayers out there, you guys already know that the Subway series is coming up Tuesday, Wednesday, Yankees Mets from the Bronx. You can catch it on Sirius XM. And everydayers also know, well, maybe they don't yet. They do now, because I'm telling them now. Tuesday. What's the outfield rotation now? Bowers is up, Allen is up, Franchi's down. What's Boone gonna do in the outfield? We're gonna talk about that on tomorrow's show, so make sure to hit subscribe. Stacey, we have a very important conversation to have today. We're coming up on the trade deadline. And of course, it's Miners Monday. What happens if the Yankees are buyers when it comes to what they have to sell? Let's talk about some guys that have been not only killing it this week, but killing it this season. I want to start with Johnny Brito. You guys know Johnny Brito. Seen him plenty of times this year. He went off again. Brito this week against Worcester. Six innings, two hits, one run on a solo shot, a walk, and eight strikeouts. That is a season high, too shy of his career high, which is 10. Of course, we know Johnny Brito, not exactly a strikeout guy. So if he puts up eight, that's a big deal. <laughs> Stacy I wanted to talk about Brito because if you're looking at the trade market, and you're looking at any trade market any year, you're looking at Guys, if you have something to give to get something back, the more you have that can make a direct impact sooner rather than later is always going to be more lucrative for the team receiving, right? So Johnny Brito strikes me as a guy that has kind of proven it a little bit already at the major league level. Look, I don't think he's an ace, not now, but he's shown that he can pitch in the majors in the AL East. That's a big deal. So, Stacy, if the Yankees are buying, where's Johnny Brito in your world? Is Johnny Brito something you're willing to give up? Because the Yankees gave up a lot of starting pitching last season. <laughs> Would you think they'd be willing to do it again to say, get a Cody Bellinger or what have you, an outfielder?
0: Ooh. See, this is this is tough because it feels like, If last year didn't happen the way that it did and wasn't it didn't turn out so bad, because it turned out to be a really bad trade deadline for the Yankees just because of all the injuries that happened afterwards and everything else, I feel like if that never happened, they'd be more willing to give him up. Does that make sense? I feel like... A little uh, shell shock, a
1: little PTSD.
0: Maybe like a little snake bit, bit in there. I don't know. I feel like there might be some sort of residual effect from last year's trade deadline that maybe might prevent them from doing that. But you never know. I mean, he would be a very good trade candidate. But I really feel like if last year's trade deadline worked out better for the Yankees, they'd be like, bye. (laughs) See ya. You did well for us. Go help someone else, young man. That sort of a thing.
1: Well, it depends on how much this front office believes in this team. Mm -hmm. They've said it publicly that they do. But do they actually? Those are two very different things. Does Johnny Brito suit you better in the bullpen? We're going to talk about, obviously, uh, the rotation a little bit later on in the show and about Nestor Cortez, who's, who's close to coming back. But, you know, Brito and, and Randy Vasquez are not too dissimilar in what I feel, how the Yankees look at them. And guys that have kind of proven themselves, I mean, Brito more so than Vasquez, just longevity-wise,
0: yeah.
1: uh, and the amount of times he's come out. But... Do you put one of those guys because, you know, teams in the bullpen, I mean, because teams seem to that seem to go deep into the playoffs, have some sort of rookie that comes out of nowhere. Right. That <laughs> comes in out of the pen and just does something crazy. Right. And, and, and just ice in his veins and has a career year as a rookie. Could that be a Brito? Could that be Vasquez? If you're looking for your September call up, is it Brito Vasquez crook? What is it? Uh, if they're not traded. Just things to think about. And again, we're talking about potential trade pieces here. I wanted to talk about Tyler Hardman. We've talked about Tyler Hardman a lot this season, Stacy, On this show, a ton. This dude is still hitting homers left and right. Three straight games with a homer this weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hit two on Friday and Solo homer, not solo homers, but single home runs on Saturday and Sunday. So four bombs over the last three games. His 24th homer on Sunday uh, extended a single-season career high, just keeps on growing. He's tied for the most home runs in minor league baseball. In five games played against Hartford this week, he went 9-for-19 with eight driven in, seven scored, four bombs, four walks, and a stolen bag. He's hit eight home runs in July. That matches the eight home runs he hit in June. And remember, July is shortened because of the All-Star break, and July's still not over. So he is crushing it. And again, if you're thinking of trade pieces, this is a guy who has bursted on the scene over the last two seasons in the Yankee system that just won't stop hitting bombs. And you know, you have to give something to get something, right? That's something that gets lost in a lot of online chatter about trades, is you forget that you gotta give something. Tyler Hardman's going crazy and if the yankees believe with him which i have no reason to think otherwise because all he's done is hit at every level he's been at um you know do th- how how much do they believe in him do they see tyler hardman as a part of their future uh or do they think he could be a part of their past and that's something we're going to learn here in the next week or so which is you know i feel like there's a lot of teams in this boat right now whether they're going to contend or not uh, another one Stacy. Another guy we just keep talking about. Drew Thorpe did it again. Eight shutout frames this weekend. 13 strikeouts. Stacey in 99 and a third innings of work. A hundred and twenty four Ks. This is coming from a friend of the show and voice of the Hudson Valley Renegades, Joe Vasile. Drew Thorpe since June 1st. Seven and and0 Zero point six five ERA. Fifty five and two thirds innings of work. Only 27 hits. He's only given up four runs four runs in almost two months 13 walks 72 strikeouts in eight starts it is incredible what drew thorpe has been doing with the renegades this season it is it's out of ba- everything it's out of this world It's out of this universe it, he is pitching out of his mind and look it's a guy that again it's another pitcher it's another starter do the yankees have the guts do they believe in this yankee squad I don't know. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Again, we're going to find out here in the coming days, but these are some names that you're going, okay, Hardman, Brito, Vasquez, uh, Thorpe. Those are kind of like the other guys that are still potential impact, but not your Jason Dominguez's. It doesn't seem like the Yankees would go out and lose Dominguez and lose Austin Wells, right? These might be other guys. Uh, Speaking of Austin Wells, of course, we know that Trevino got hurt uh, and IL'd for the rest of the season. With that, tons of catching moves. Uh, the the domino effect was alive and well, Stacy Trevino gets hurt, Rotvet goes up. Austin Wells gets called from AA to AAA, first time he gets the call. And then Ben Rice, who had been rehabbing with Tampa, uh, now gets the opportunity to play with a AA Somerset. And how about Ben Rice to start, uh, essentially come back and, and get going again. He's eight for his first 15 in three games with two bombs and a double. A guy we're not talking about, Ben Rice, right? Like, we're always talking about Austin Wells. We're talking about Ben Roort, the Yankees have some pretty decent catchers that hit, which is a bit of a luxury. So, is Wells on the table? Are they that crazy? Is Ben Rice on the table? Again, these are all things that we're going to learn here in the coming days. So, it was another really strong week for the Yankees system, and maybe one last showcase here for opposing clubs go, hey, Look what we got. Look at this. (laughs) Shining new, shiny new object. Take a look. Um, So I'm curious to see, because if the Yankees make a move, I have a feeling that some of these big names, if not at least one, would be on the move. We'll see. We'll see. They have to give something to get something. And the Yankees have more prospects than they have major league talent to get rid of. Uh, So we'll see we'll see how it all shakes out. Uh, Thanks for checking out Miners Monday and, of course, today's show. We're not done just yet. Coming up next, Nestor Cortez just had his first rehab appearance. How did it go? And what's his timeline? Let's check that out next. Back here on Locked On Yankees, our final segment of the day. Hey, Subway Series starts tomorrow. You can catch it on SiriusXM. Just download the SiriusXM app. Get yourself a free trial. Stacy Nestor Cortez. What a rocky year. Yeah. Um, pitched with Somerset. His first rehab appearance was this past Sunday. Final line: two and a third, four hits. Uh, gave up an earned run on a solo shot. No walks. Four strikeouts through forty-two pitches and uh, looked pretty good. Of course, gave up a couple of hits. Uh, fastball kind of, or the cutter kind of flattened out up on top of the zone a little bit to give up that solo shot. Um, but all in all, it's, it's good to see him go out there, get up and down three different times. Here is what he had to say about his outing this Sunday.
2: Uh, for good, uh, happy to come out there, uh, get out of there healthy and, and feeling good. Um, threw 42 pitches today, uh, worked all my pitches, uh, cutter, Changeup and uh, slider. Um, I, I felt like I had a good command out of out of everything today, and um, just looking forward f- for my next one. Yeah, uh, f- we know for sure that my next my next one is Friday. After that, we don't really know. Uh, it's it just depending on how, how I feel day by day, and and making sure that I'm I'm healthy when I do go out there. I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I'm excited to, to be out there. I know it's it's been about you know close to sixty days now, um, and like I said, you know the boys are grinding, but we're we're, we're confident we're going to come back and, and, and be good for the, for the second half. Uh, just feel good overall. Uh, tomorrow, it's going to be a big step to feel uh, how sore I am and, and if I'm hurting or not. But, um, you know, with the work we've done, I think it's, it's, it's past me already, and, and I think we can move forward.
1: Stacy, I think the most important thing to take away here is what he said about tomorrow being today. How does he feel after the game? Because remember, that was the whole thing, right? It was the yeah. recovery time
0: yep the soreness the not feeling right after starting that's the most important thing i mean giving up a solo shot who cares (laughs) i really don't care about that like i actually didn't even care about the numbers i just want him to feel well um because for them coming back from injury the rehab is really i mean you know they are trying to help these kids win these games because you know the kids are playing for something but they're also working on stuff and you know health is the most important thing and the Yankees really need him back. And, uh, you know, so we'll see how he feels.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I think also the, uh, this, to also go on top of the Monday feeling. How does he feel on Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Uh, if, are, if you're someone who lifts regularly or does any sort of athletic, abil- uh, 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 athletic activity, you know that day one soreness and day two soreness are very different. Day two soreness is usually worse than day one soreness. So how bad is it on Tuesday for Nestor as well? Like you said, it's almost been 60 days, man. It's been a long time since this guy has thrown like that, got up and down three times and gone through the warm ups and done the whole thing, long toss, all that. Um, Stacy, I wanted to talk about when he comes back. He's earmarked, like he said, to pitch on Friday. Uh, assume with Somerset, don't know where he's actually going to be. I uh, don't think it's going to be Hudson Valley because they're taking a trip down south. But um, so I wanted to talk about when he does come back again. They're anticipating him first week. So the Yankees have a decision to make on their rotation. Do they go six-man? Do they put someone in the pen? Do they move guys around? Do they send someone down to Scranton-Wilkes-Barre to continue to pitch in a starter role? Stacey, what do you think the Yankees should do with their rotation when Nestor comes back?
0: Ooh. Hmm. Could they do a six to maybe help him have an extra day? I mean... It's possible. It, it could work. Because I feel bad for the guys who were pitching okay to be, you know, because who would be sent down? It would Clark. have to be Clark. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, because that's what I'm thinking.
0: Either either
1: you put yeah, you could go to a six. You put could put could put Clark. Wow, could put Clark in the pen. True. Um, you could put Sevy in the pen. You could put Domingo in the pen
0: because the Yankees don't have a long man. They just don't. Right. I don't see Sevi. I would like Sevi to be in the pen, but I don't think Sevi would want to be in the pen. I think it would be between Herman and Clark Schmidt, right? Cause Sevi's pretty much said that he didn't want to do that.
1: I mean, you finally have the full rotation. I, I, you finally have it. Here we are in, it's going to be August and you will have the full rotation finally. And the conversations we were having in spring training can finally get their answers. Right. That's one thing.
0: Um, <sighs> Better late than never.
1: Better late than never. Better in (laughs) season than uh, in December. Yeah. But I don't know either what the Yankees are going to do. And I don't know if there is a right answer here. Right. Because look, you put Domingo in the pen to be the long man. Optics wise, a guy that threw a perfect game a few weeks ago (laughs) in the pen feels insane. Mm -hmm. Clark Schmidt, who has done everything you've asked him to do.
0: But also has pen experience.
1: But has pen experience. I think Clark Schmidt is the likeliest.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I
1: but then so too. that means someone has to be sent down.
0: Mm.
1: And someone has to be off of the 40 too. I think that might end up being, they, they didn't move uh, Trevino to the 60.
0: Mm.
1: They didn't want to, but right. they need a 40 man spot. Mm-hmm. so they either dfa someone or someone else gets hurt and they put them on the 60 and yeah. that one who's hurt and is out and could be on the 60 is trevino yeah. so i think that might be where they clear the space there um because you don't need that spot until spring training so yeah it feels like clark which isn't maybe not maybe it's not fair because realistically if it weren't for the seniority at seve right yeah yeah clark's pitched better than chevy Mm
0: Mm-hmm. wow yeah chevy going into sunday's game had a 6-6-6 era (laughs) wow yeah scary yeah
1: Uh, (laughs) let us know what you would do with the rotation down here on the comments on youtube man it's it is tough because you have decisions to make it might be like a hamilton down schmidt to the pen long man it and
0: oh but then Hamilton's been doing really well though in the past yeah
1: I'm just saying I'm picking a guy
0: yeah I mean Nick yeah Ramirez. At point you gotta yeah, uh, yeah that's gonna be yeah. a tough that's gonna be a tough decision for them
1: it'll be it'll be a month and then they'll have to they'll call someone up and it feels like it's gonna be an arm it just feels like it's gonna be an arm once it's yeah. uh, September call-ups we'll see I, it, regardless if the Yankees are contending or not I think it'll be an arm to come up a burrito a vasquez a crook or whoever gets sent down for nestor a lot can happen between now and then though uh, so uh let us know again what you would do currently in the yankees rotation i think the next couple of starts pretty big for clark schmidt to fight his way back into the rotation or to stay in the rotation of course you can drop your questions for Fan Mail Friday. You can join our subtext as well. 14-day free trial down below. Thank you to all our subtexters. You guys help drive the show. We really appreciate it. Coming up again tomorrow, don't forget another episode We're every every day here on Lockdown Yankees, we're going to chat about the outfield, just kind of how we talked about the rotation. We're going to talk about what the Yankees might do with their outfield rotation now that Bowers and Allen are back in the show. That's coming up tomorrow. That's going to do it for us today. I'm Steve Granato.
0: And I'm Stacey Gatsoulias. We'll see you tomorrow.